Hello, 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 and welcome back to, or welcome, like, if you're new, to Rumbling in Easy Way. I'm Sophia, I'm your host, and I'm so glad to have you here. Uh, I want to send the, like, atmosphere, because I've done this in the last episode, and I kind of loved it. So, it's nearly the same. I'm in bed with my Christmas pyjama on, and... Unfortunately, no cup of tea near me because I've been abusing the fucking drink and I really, really should stop. But guess what? I'm not going to. And about the Christmas pyjama, I've been wearing this. Not not this specific one, of course, but like Christmas pyjama since it came cold, so around September. And now that it's finally Christmas time, I'm so excited. I don't know about you guys, but I love Christmas time. The lights being hung up and we're actually looking for like, you know, that kind of ceremony when they light up the lights and all the people gather and buy tickets and there are usually food stalls and everything. Like, yeah, me and my friends are looking for one of those and there is one in a park near our school. So I think we're going to go there unless the ticket is too expensive which given this Dublin could easily happen but still and going Christmas shopping even though I'm terrible for doing gifts like I have to prepare one month in advance and plan it out like perfectly like the control freak that I am but yeah that's it for the atmosphere oh yes and I have a book near me which is fourth wing and if never heard of it like that tome because it's like 500 600 pages is one of the best that i've read this year and i've been reading since i was like six or seven so i cannot get bored really easily with the books and for one to really really stand out to me like it has to be an absolute like masterpiece and i can say it about the fourth thing i don't want to turn this episode into like just rambling about this book even though I need to get out of my system what I think about it so let me know if you'd like I don't know an episode when I talk about my favorite my favorite books the pros the cons and like the best things about them and what I really didn't like but so far I've been enjoying every single article of this book okay okay because the romance what's happening like the actual plot it's so good like it's the it's my perfect balance it has the fantasy it has the dangers of the world the competition and the romance like enemies to lovers and that ends up bound together and i'm not gonna get any further otherwise i'm gonna spoil it but it has the perfect balance of everything and not a single things not a single single thing is even like for granted so that that's what's best about it but yeah it's here near me that's like looking at me saying read me read me please but i've only had a hundred pages i thought about started yesterday and i wanna i wanted to enjoy it but i really couldn't put it down and i've been doing nothing this past day except reading it so yeah I'm not doing it for now. Okay, I think it's time to start with the prompts of the day. And okay, first one, what I've been loving. Oh, also, like, guys, if you feel like my voice is ragged or something, is because I haven't feeling my best these days. Like, I kind of have a sore throat, and 
my nose decided to start dripping this morning, so thank him for this voice. And if you feel like the audio is different, it's because I bought like a little microphone, and I don't know if it's like I did some tries, and maybe I like it better without, but I spent money for this thing, so I'm gonna use it like it already did. Okay, so back to the prompts. What I've been loving, I mentioned it like five minutes ago, I think, and it's tea. I mean, I think that my addiction to coffee just made itself into my addiction for tea because I have barely been drinking coffee. And for people who know me, like, this is this is crazy. But yeah, I've been drinking like five, six cups of teas a day and most of them in the evening. Because I realize it's not just about the drink, but about the atmosphere that sets around it. Like, I I rarely drank, drink it alone. And I don't know, it kind of became like a symbol of productivity for me. Like, if I have to study or if I'm reading or chatting, like, it's become a symbol of productivity and also socializing. Because I don't really as I mentioned before, drink coffee anymore, and that was like a moment for socializing in Italy, but now it has become tea, but well, I'm, this doesn't make any sense, I don't know why I'm talking about this, but that's what, I, what I've been loving, and what I'm excited for, I already spoiled this, I talked this, oh, for fuck's sake, anyway, Christmas and lights being put up, yep, that's what I'm excited for, also, Christmas food, you know, Christmas lunch, Christmas dinner, Christmas sweets. Like the other day, I had this Christmas cake that is like an island, like a fruit cake with, topped with um, normal icing, or at least that was, that's what I ate. And it was gorgeous, so I'm so excited for it. But given that I already talked about this before, I'm not gonna get into further details because I'm definitely gonna do an episode about holidays so i do not like talk too much about it now but i will i will i'll have my episode about this and what i'm i don't know i'm circling the microphone around i don't know if that's the best thing to do but i'm not gonna re-record this so that's what you're getting love me what i'm grateful for is the new book oh I, I swear, I swear, I should really be sticking to the outline that I planned and not start talking random at the start of the episode. But yeah, guess what is what I'm grateful for? The new book that I started, Fourth Wing, or which I already talked about. Why? Why? But anyway, it's okay. It's okay. Let's let's pretend I didn't do the prompts like twice or three times. And I think we better get into the topic of this episode that it's going to be kind of long how much time i've been talking about for oh so many minutes okay i was saying um the topic of this episode is body image so big big triggered warning because we're going to talk about ad's body image body dysmorphia relationship with food there's going to be mention of calories even though just one time but i mean be kind to yourself and if this episode is not gonna like do you good like skip it no problem i absolutely understand i mean be gentle and don't be a masochist a masochist don't listen to this if this gonna trigger like thoughts you don't want to have or that you're scared of like just pause right now 
And also, big disclaimer, I'm not by any means a professionist in this area. I'm just talking about my experience, what I learned, what I've gone through when I was younger, and that's it. So I'm not going to pretend I'm some dietist, nutritionist, or something like that. Absolutely not. So I wanted to say this before starting. And okay, now right into the topic. Uh, who knows me like really really close to me knows that I had like some struggles with food especially when I was younger like I think it started when I was around 10 I mean at the start of middle school that you know those thought they slowly creeping they slowly creeping and start like mm, planting self-doubt in yourself and especially in your body as you go through puberty and also that was the first time that I actually got into contact with social media and all the input that that puts us through and the pictures of perfect bodies, of course, every single one of them edited or that pose was not showing absolutely their reality. So I think that's the first time that we remember wanting a thinner body and like at that time, the only social media that I had was Pinterest, but that was just enough harmful as it was. I mean, it started popping up, you know, um, diets under 100 calories, how to get thinner, and those ab circuits that do you no good except just, I know, like eroding your mental health at such a young age. That's kind of a, when it started, but at some point, kind of got really, really bad. I know. I don't, it's not like a timeline, but I really talk about this. And as I grow, I, as I'm growing older, I'm trying to do it more because I didn't when I really needed to. So this is kind of so my, like my therapy. It doesn't make any sense, but okay. Anyway, we'll say at some point it got really, really bad. And I cannot exactly remember the day when, like the start of downfall. And it was the 1st of May, 2019. And I was wearing like a crop top and a pair of jeans, like my favorite ones, and it never bothered me before. But as I looked down, like I saw a bit of belly because I was out with my friends and I ate like some sweets and it's like was bloated, which is completely okay. But given that some of the thoughts, you know, those kind of thoughts were already in my brain, like I started freaking out internally. And from that day on, like everything went downhill and I especially remember that summer that when summer came I got the opportunity to tweet less and less because my father was away coaching volleyball and my mother you know she was at work like every day so I could manage my breakfast without anyone seeing uh, my lunch was about I don't know two slices of ham and a piece of cheese and I, and I don't even want to talk about the details because I know that can be triggering, but I was so unreading that I, and I lost so much weight that summer and I got obsessed with, with calories. Like that was my only thought. I woke up in the morning thinking about the calories and what I was going to eat to keep losing weight. And that's the last thought that I had before going to bed. And those that that was like completely owning my mind and with that came like the disgust for myself and my body like the hatred 
that comes from within when you really can't stand what 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 you are what your body looks like and you look in the mirror and you just wish that the next day you can be born into another body and with that also came the problems with exercising because i was over exercising without others knowing you know at night after going to bed i would get on the pavement and start doing abs or push-ups or things like that and i had like bruises on my spine because of this i want to mention again the trigger warning because i know this is a nice suit here but it's kind of the premise to this whole episode and i mean this is why i started the podcast so if you want to stop please stop and i also remember that that specific summer i went to england for two weeks you know like on a study holiday and god knows how less i ate during that holiday specifically and this is not this is not practice just to set the premises okay i don't know i i, I don't want to be too much but i also think i owe it to myself to talk about this because i never i think that these kind of things are never talked about enough and one thing that really really like validated me this summer or maybe like it was later in the autumn i don't really remember where but like my parents were worried so they took me to the pediatrician just for normal control but also for the weight and I remember that doctor like when my mother voiced her concerns about me losing weight she was like oh better overweight than struggling with being fat and do you know what that triggers in the mind of a 12 year old that's been struggling for a month at that point with her body image that sent you into a spiral that was even worse it was even a worse point in where you were before but you don't realize at the point because you're so so validated by this phrase that you don't even recognize the damage that it's doing to you and years later when i look back at that moment and i really really realize what she had done i am still honestly i have to admit it i'm still really really hung angry about how an adult handled this situation and i know it's not her fault but younger me would have been really better off without hearing something like that okay i know she would have and that makes me so mad that she couldn't and that a specialist i know she wasn't like specialized in this kind of problems but i guess it could have been part of our formation but anyways like that still that still makes me so mad and after that it kind of the microphone fell okay i was saying that i kind of hit the lowest point at that time and then when covid hit we were forced we were forced to stay home and i went to a coaching phase but being in and of course moving less uh, I kind of started gaining weight and at the point it went into the other direction completely and I had some struggles with binge eating because my body couldn't physically restrict anymore but I was still obsessed over food but thankfully as I grew older I gained some perspective and I actually realized I had to do something because I couldn't literally couldn't live like that anymore and it took years and years in the making like i'm not struggling anymore luckily but these are the kind of problems that you don't really 
recover from. You just learn how to take power away from that kind of thoughts and handle the situation, get to know yourself better and just take, I mean, you just take away the power from those kind of thoughts and you gain control again of yourself and you gain peace because I've never stopped talking about the effects that a kind of that kind of mental illness that is related to food has on on the outside like I was nobody knew about this at the time like at my lowest point I I was fucking 13 not even th like not even 13 and I was putting on like a fake smile because I didn't want anyone to know how much I was struggling with food and with myself and I don't think that anyone at any age should even have a taste of what it's like of struggling with something like that. and I don't mean in my experience like I know some people got it even a lot worse than me and I, I'm just saying that every age is way too younger for something like that and it took away I was faking being me because I was miserable. I didn't have the energy anymore to be as extroverted as I'd always been. And I was slowly isolating myself from everything, from literally from everything else. And fortunately, I will never stop repeating this. I started gaining perspective kind of fast and do something about it, even though in the worst kind of way possible because I was doing it by myself and I'll never stop regretting not asking for help like because handling something like that on your own is like the worst thing you can do it takes away a part of your innocence that you don't realize in that point but that's that after you get out on the other side you're gonna realize you lost that part of yourself and no matter what you do, you're never going to get back that innocence. And not asking for help because of a matter of pride is definitely not worth that. I'll never stop saying this, saying this. But like, let's go back to the outline. As I was saying, as I started high school in particular, I gained some perspective and I really, really worked hard. And after my second year of high school where but during my first year, like, I gained the weight back, fortunately. Like, my period came back. I started getting healthier and everything, even though I was doing it all wrong because I didn't have no control whatsoever on how much I was eating. And my mental state at that point was full of binge eating thoughts and still obsessed over food. But as the second year came, like, my mother couldn't bear to see me with the weight back even though she, she was one of the most worried people when I was like sick but still like I was kind of forced into a diet that at, at the start I didn't want to do but then I accepted and even though it helped me because I gained control again over my mind and could start and um, I started viewing food with more peacefully during that diet it was kind of, I was still kind of a dangerous place because getting on a scale and getting measured every single month or every two months wasn't, wasn't good for me. I mean, this is very, this kind of diet was very controversial. Like it was completely okay, not restricting, not anything. 
but for the mental place I was in, it wasn't good. So I finally got the courage to stop around. Oh, it's it's been nearly a year ago. Oh, I'm so happy. Well, anyway, I got the courage to stop and and tell like I can't do this anymore. I mean, I'm grateful, but girl, I can't do this anymore. And after that, after all the work that I've, that I've done and the finally like putting my feet down and saying I don't want to do this anymore, I got so much better. At that point, I think I kind of like flipped the switch again, and I've been doing really, really better. Like, of course, that wasn't immediate. There, there have been like years of work behind that, but I can finally say that I'm in a place where I'm okay, and I can finally start talking about it. I'm still working, of course. There are days where it's not always okay, but just have to keep fighting. You know, the thoughts will try to come back, but now you know how to handle them, and they have no power over you. So that's great. And also peeling isn't linear. So cut yourself some slack. And what I was saying exactly. Okay, I don't know. But what I was saying that I, I, okay, yeah, that I finally started talking about it. Because that's one of the best things you can do. And also one of the things that helped me the most, especially like in recent times, is like being always there for people who are struggling with the same thing because it gives me every chance. I mean, I'm not doing it for myself, I'm doing it for them. But while I have them, it gives me another chance and another chance and another chance to talk about it and to explore these kind of feelings even further. So I'm also kind of doing myself a favor. So one of the biggest advice that I can give you is to talk about it. I know it can, it's not easy. But sometimes it's scary until you do it. Like voice your concerns to a people, to a person you trust, to a member of your family, to a friend. If it's really bad, see someone who's who has a degree to handle it. Like have psychologists or even just a nutritionist could help. Like the right one, of course. But I have some crazy ass people out there. But yeah, because that's one of the things that I regret the most, not asking for help. You can't do it alone. And not because you don't have the strength to do it, but because your pride is going to be the worst thing that can trick you. I mean, asking for help is not giving up. It's becoming so ballsy, so brave that you can finally say that you are not well and that you are accepting others helping you. That that may you like a hundred times stronger and that's not to invalidate people who are not asking for help because I know that until you're not ready you're not going to be able to do it but that doesn't make you weak that doesn't mean that you're giving up that means that you're even fighting more than before so yeah like every chance you have talk about it and if you're not ready it's okay I understand but I mean, that's one of the best advice that I can give you. And another thing that I've learned is that I mentioned this before, but it never really goes away. But you learn how to deal with the afterthoughts and the aftermath and you strip the power of that thought and you gain a lot more than just weight back. You gain happiness, confidence, determination again, friendship, you by healing the relationship with food and with your body you 
will also heal a lot more. Like that's one of the main things that I've learned throughout all these years because now we are like nearly six years in the making, maybe seven of this thing. God, you've been so much. But yeah, like the like struggling with food and yourself, as I said before, strips so much away from you and from your identity that you feel so lost that healing that kind of relationship can give you back so much more. It's not just about the body. And this is like one another thing that I've learned is that your body is the least the least interesting thing about you. I mean, I know this can be controversial, but that's just my thought. I know it's the first thing that people notice about you, but if that kind of per- if that kind of person values your body and the way you look more than your witness, your being a better speech, your humor, your intelligence, like the way you are inside. If like if your body to a person is more important to that, like that's that person is not even worth listening to or engaging with. I mean, your body is literally the less the least interesting thing about you. It all comes from the inside, your smile, what you said, the values that you sustain and your ideas are always, always going to be more important than the way you look. I mean, that's that's even not even in the last place, that's under the last place. I don't know if I explain myself, but that's it. That's really it. And most of the times when you go outside and you're really insecure about your body and start getting anxiety i know that doesn't cure it but other people are so focused on their own insecurities and their own anxiety that they're thinking the same things about you and not even noticing that pimple you're so stressed about or that t-shirt being a little too tight i mean that's that's just facts really and well, another thing that I learned, and this is more about myself, I'm having a really narcissist time in this episode, is that you can really, I mean, I and you, of course, you can face really anything because you have all of the courage that needs and all of the strength that you need to survive this. And I did, I at such an age, and I'll always be proud of myself for that. And after, after like battling and still fighting such a thing, I know that I can survive anything that comes to me because this came from the inside and I was able to fight it. So anything else that comes from the outside is never going to be as bad as this. And I mean, yeah, I'll always be proud of myself and of you and of you, of course. And also I learned that the influence of others on our thoughts is incredible. Like the validation that I got from other people saying that I lost weight and I looked better while I was so miserable on the inside, like, fueled me to go on so much until I realized that, fuck the other people's opinions, if they're not constructive critics that you can actually apply and can make yourself better and are made out of, you know, goodwill and kindness, like, fuck them, fuck their opinions, like, it doesn't matter as long as you're doing what's best for yourself. And I mean, curves gives them something to hold on to like i mean i mean and last thing about you know 
the lessons what I learned. I think I feel like this episode is being a real mess. I don't know if that any of what I'm any of what I'm saying makes sense because my English is faltering. I seem to not be able to speak anymore. But still, last thing that I learned is that nothing changes if nothing changes. If you're not really willing to make a change to start getting better nothing is gonna change like you have to be convinced from the inside like it has to come from the depths of your belly and of your mind like I'm kidding right now but you have like nothing changes if nothing changes it's about your mindset not the way your body changes or the way you think your mind is changing the moment you shift your mindness your mindset not your mind is open the moment you shift your mindset everything is gonna go uphill and going uphill is gonna be even harder but you flipped your mindset and you're gonna be able to work on that and came out on the other side even better so yeah that's about it and for the last thing in this episode i want to give you some things that really helped me a lot and they are really really little things so maybe i if you wanna some help like my dms my whatsapp if you know me in real life are always open but i understand if you don't really want to talk about it so i want to give you just some simple things that worked for me and that really they're really small but they help me so much the first thing is completely changing my following on socials like at the, at some point i was only following food accounts you know those food porns and the ones that advise you on what to eat to stay healthy to eat under a certain amount of calories and i was also like only watching super lean and fit people just going to the gym and that was really harmful for me so i completely changed it and i switched to book accounts accounts that were talking about body positive they were sending out positive messages uh, i started following i don't know commits like anything but what had to do with food and that helped me a lot because i wasn't consuming anymore some things that were harmful for me like they weren't meant to be harmful but for me they were like toxic okay toxic like that the hex that you can get fuck off but okay i'm kidding but they were extremely toxic for me and changing that like it changed my perspective a lot and i talked about this before but helping others with the same problem and talking about it also a big like a small thing that is big what am i saying okay is spending time alone and getting to know myself better i'll never stop bragging about the positive effect of spending time alone and taking yourself out on dates like you don't have to wait for others to be ready what you want to do like if you're just in bed not doing anything get up get yourself ready put your makeup on or not your makeup on and just go out on yourself go eat like your favorite sweets at the bakery go in a park and read go take a take yourself out for dinner buy yourself flowers like the moment you start doing those things alone your confidence is gonna go up by so much like you don't have to go all out and go to fancy dinner on yourself like the first time you go out alone but you start from the small things 
and you go even up like you up your game and that's gonna be such like, I repeated the same thing twice but I mean it, it's gonna be such a game changer and it will allow you to get to know yourself better and what you are what you believe in you what triggers you and what to do about that and I mean it's fueling your independency so much that another positive effect is that you're gonna you're not gonna take bullshit from anyone anymore because you know that you can be the best version of yourself and give yourself what you were expecting before from others so yeah that's a great thing and another minor thing that uh, I've been doing for a lot and that helped me is like spending time with your naked body I mean with your body how it is and not how you would like it to be or hiding it behind layers and layers of clothes and associating this with a positive memory like do a thing that you love maybe dancing around in your room singing just reading a book or getting ready for going out and putting your makeup on instead of i don't know rushing for putting your clothes on or not looking at yourself in the mirror like do something that you like that you associate associate with a positive feeling while accepting your body as it is like stripped down naked i know this can this is not maybe easy or something usual to do but that is great from helping you with the body dysmorphia a lot and also with the view that you have your body and your thoughts on it so definitely try to do this because it helped me a lot i mean it can be the same for everyone but maybe for someone yes so i'm just stating this and i think it's time to wrap this episode up i'll have to listen to this again and see if it makes sense before posting it and for once i'm not doing it last time guys so a big hand clap but yes okay as usual if you like the episode give a five star rating on whichever platform you're listening it on if you want to engage me my socials are linked into the description and you know what i should really set up the posit the instagram podcast i already have the account if you want to go follow it but there are still no posts no posts because i still have had myself to make something but i really should i really should i know and um if you got from here in this particular difficult episode you're a real one and i'm forever grateful and I'll see you, or maybe hear you, talk to you, whatever, next Wednesday. I love you. Bye.